Welcome to Performance Medicine Audio. These are the conversations that make up our weekly doctor's note that's sent out on Monday. Uh, most of you are coming to us from that. Thank you for uh, continuing to, to listen and, and join the conversation. Um, anyways, this week we talk about chronic pain and inflammation. Uh, Dr. Rogers gets into what chronic pain is, um, how inflammation can cause um, certain types of diseases, and what you guys can do about it on a daily basis that's practical. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys get into the conversation. Again, thanks so much for being here, and we will see you next week. Dr. Rogers, we've talked a, a lot about inflammation um, over the last couple of years, and I think we want to riff a little bit on anti-inflammatories today, but but not the anti-inflammatories that most people would think of. Um, first of all, talk to me a little bit about inflammation, how it happens, and and then we'll go into what we can do about it. Well, what we're going to talk about is chronic pain, which is one of the major reasons people come to see me or any doctor. Um, usually it's either pain or they're tired, but chronic pain, thats I'm talking about pain that lasts for weeks, months, or years. Probably around one-third of all Americans have chronic pain, and the, the physical toll it takes, and emotional toll is huge. That's why you have people taking all these drugs all the time. And um, it's all really based on inflammation. Now, inflammation can be a good thing for your body when you break a bone or you get a cut um, and inflammatory cytokines come to the area and heal up the, the cut really fast. It can be good for like after you work out, lift weights, you have uh, inflammation that comes in and builds your muscle. But I'm talking about something that's chronic that lasts for days and weeks and even years and we know that chronic low-level inflammation is causes disease almost all diseases really in fact come from that even the cdc um, says that low-level inflammation is a factor in seven of the ten leading causes of death in the u.s so it's a real thing so we need to learn what to do about it Tell me that term one more time. It's it's low level chronic inflammation. Is that low right? Level, low level inflammation. Okay, uh, so that so that's what we need to be worried about, or that's what we not worried, but that's what we need to focus on. Right, right. Um, you know, it's a really common thing. You really need to kind of look at. That's one reason on the Boston Heart Panel, I always check uh, inflammatory markers on your in your blood to see if you are inflamed. Uh, people that are inflamed feel tired all the time, like they haven't had enough sleep. They are more susceptible to illnesses. Um, they have a lot of allergy symptoms. Um, they are, have an increased rate of having autoimmune diseases like even irritable bowel syndrome, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, um, MS, lupus. I mean, the, the list goes on, even metabolic syndrome. People that have um, chronic um, gingivitis or um, inflamed um, 
you know, mouth and teeth, as my good friend and doctor Rick Bateman will tell you that um, if you have inflammation in your gums, it leads to heart disease and it mm -hmm. truly does. Right. So you have to have to look at all that side. If you have a lot of digestive problems, um, if your joints are puffy or swollen, if you have rashes that you can't um, explain, if your eyes are bloodshot, um, you know, all these are symptoms that you're chronically inflamed. So you need to get it tested. You need to go to a doctor who knows a lot about inflammation. And the first thing you need to look at, like I stress over and over again, day after day is what are you eating that may be causing this inflammation? So, so with the first, so you just laid out a bunch of symptoms of, of kind of low level inflammation. And, and now you're saying, you know, once you notice one of those symptoms, you go to first, you know, what are you eating? And, and, and kind of doing an audit of, of their daily diet. So what, what where do they go from there? Well, you know, first of all, you need to, the, to cut out the terrible foods that cause inflammation. The, the worst one, of course, that I'm always harping about is sugar. I mean, it's by far the most inflammatory food. It's also the most addictive food. The second one would probably be omega-6 fats. Um, What's an example of, of omega-6 fats? Well, like vegetable oils, probably the most concentrated source of omega-6. Omega-6s are the inflammatory fats. So the omega-3s are the ones that fight inflammation. Okay. Um, another surprisingly inflammatory food are, are whole grains. You know, we're, we're taught to eat whole grains, but as you know, I harp about them all the time as not being that healthy. Granted, they do have fiber and they're better than refined grains, but whole grains have glutens in them, of course. I talk about that all the time. And whether it's gluten or something else in those whole grains, um, like amylase trypsin inhibitors and some complex things, uh, the fact is for most people that is that whole grains are inflammatory. And so I tell people to avoid whole grains and to eat healthy fats like omega-3 fats that you'll see in butter, ghee's even just a better form of butter that I like, um, coconut oil, uh, the fats you get in most nuts, not peanuts, uh, but most of the other nuts are pretty good for you. Um, but there's four, I always tell people, what, what kind of food should I eat to do, decrease inflammation? Turmeric, you know, is a very, it's an Indian spice and it's one of the most anti-inflammatory things you can eat. Uh, it comes in pill form called curcumin. Um, that's really good. We have it at the office. It's also one of the um, main ingredients in, in ProTandem, which is one of the main vitamins that I use. It has several um, things that bring down oxidative stress in the body. Coffee is another uh, great thing you can do for inflammation. It's full of polyphenols that are potent antioxidants that also protect you. Um, Coffee and tea, uh, green tea specifically, of course, not sweet tea. <laughs> wild salmon is really good. Um, make sure it's wild and not farmed salmon. And colorful, colorful vegetables and fruits, you know, that are have a lot of polyphenols in it, um, like um, 
raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, um, and vegetables like red cabbage and spinach and kale and broccoli, asparagus. They help keep inflammation away. Um, so inflammation is very, very important. It leads to a lot of um, disease states and chronic pain if your body's inflamed. So I suggest, you know, getting your levels checked and looking at your diet really closely. Um, again, nutrition is your number one factor for preventing disease. What levels are you are you talking of? Just all, all those individual levels to see if they're inflamed? I mean, uh, yeah, sorry. like um, on the Boston Heart Panel, we, we measure – um, the most important one we measure is probably called the C-reactive protein. It's a highly sensitive CRP. Um, okay. And it's a pretty good measure of uh, your body's inflammation. Fibrinogens, another one. Uh, myeloperoxidase is another one. Uh, LP plaque, they're, they're blood tests that show up on the Boston and um, other tests too. SED uh, rates, another one I sometimes check for inflamed uh, joints but and we can follow that you can tell if you're getting your levels improved um, that's why sometimes I, I recommend you take a, uh, an aspirin every day the, the problem with most people taking these medicines for inflammation like the non-steroidals you know they're not the best thing because they can number one tear your gut up and number two they can increase your risk for heart disease so you know it's not great to take you know, Motrin all the time. Um, you know, some people need it for short term, but a lot of people take it every day and that can be really bad for you. It, this is probably a dumb question, but is, could water be something that decreases inflammation? I, I know like with, with headaches for me, if I, if I just drink more water, sometimes I can, I can avoid having to tape, take a, a non-steroidal, um, just drinking water can decrease that, that, uh, that headache. Is that off? Yeah, I think yeah, there's no, there's no doubt about that because, um, being dehydrated is one of the most common causes of a headache. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Also, um, water is your brain is made up of a lot of water and good and fat. Your joints need that water. Your spine needs it. Your knees and hips need it for, um, fluid on that the synovial fluid that, that protects your joints. So you're right. I mean, water and again, drinking good water is one of the best things you can do for your body also. Um, so, so we covered chronic pain and low level inflammation and the relationship between the two. Is, is there anything else that, that our listeners need to know about that relationship? It seems like, you know, they need to get their light levels checked. They need to, you know, audit their diet and, and possibly look at um, foods to, to take out. And, and then, you know, we listed out the, the foods that maybe we need to add to our diet that are, that are anti-inflammatory. Um, is there anything else you want to add to that before we jump off here? No, I think, you know, good food and then moving, you know, moving is a good way to combat inflammation. Just sitting around is, is terrible for inflammation. Stress is bad for inflammation, believe it or not. Um, lack of sleep increases your inflammation. Sleep apnea can cause it as well as heart disease. But so inflammation is important. Have it measured. Take a close look at your diet and uh, you can get tremendously better if you follow 
uh, some of these. Before we, before we get off here, oxidative stress, um, where does that play in out of curiosity with inflammation? It's the same thing. Inflammation produces oxidative stress, which is like your body rusting. And, um, it's just another measure of uh, inflammation. It's another okay. signal that something's going on that you don't want to go on in your body. Okay. Okay. Well, um, well, Dr. Rogers, I'm going to let you go. And uh, as always, we will, we will uh, check in next Sunday and, and um, t- tackle on a, another sub- subject topic and, and go from there. Thanks, Ben. Have a good All day. Right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.